So uh, what do you tend to do with your eggplant? All right, I'm not talking to you. I didn't need that much information. Too much information would have been if I had the camera on. <laughs> now we're talking about our tech plan again. That was an accident. <laughs> Michael, are you okay? Uh, six out of 10. I, I keep hoping he, he's going to evolve. Yeah, that hope is unfounded. Our tech plan? <laughs> no, nothing's wrong. Everything's groovy. Picture it however you want. Nope. 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 You set the bar real low there. Wait, are we talking about our tech plan again? Let's see what you did there. Does that have to do with your refractory thing? Are we talking about my eggplant again? Oh, shit. Michael, you good? Oh, shit. I'm going to play it by ear. Are we back <laughs> on my eggplant again? <laughs> You're a sick fuck. Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining us under the library. This is our actual play Call of Cthulhu show set in a homebrew universe written by our very own keeper if you happen to enjoy what we do here on the show and would like to support it please do so by going to drive through rpg and checking out our very own module it's called the snake's oil and is written by that very same keeper and it's set in season one of this show the other way you can support us is on patreon if you go to patreon.com slash under the library we would very much appreciate your help and if you are an RPG player or GM and would like to improve the role-playing aspects of your gameplay, check out our other podcast. We just finished season one of that show. It is called Up Your RPG and can be found wherever you get your podcasts. With that, let's get to a show. My name is Arthur. I'm playing Buddy. We are Chrysalis again this week. So I am joined by Emily as Joe. Rick as Sam Wagoneer, Wayne as Sister B, Scott is playing Eddie, and of course, as always, our keeper is Michael. Michael, I will gratefully pass this show over to you. Please unmute. Art, Art thank you for that beautiful intro. It sounds like it was well rehearsed. It was good well, job. Very well rehearsed this week. Yikes. Uh, under the library contains mature themes played by immature people. Some of those themes, we are improv, so we don't know them all But at this moment, but some of them may include harm, gore, uh, horror, and foul language. No nudity, though. We keep all our clothes on. And yes. Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> at least from the waist up. <laughs> yes. And uh, with that, if you've ever watched The Minions and thought, you know what they really need is more blood, you're probably in the right place. And with that, I'll turn it over to Emily for last week's recap. Great. So last week, we started four weeks after season two. In that time, Joe was staying with... What, Michael? Nothing. You, you fell for it. He's, he's messing with everybody tonight. Um, You're next, Scott. stayed with Carly and Stephanie for that time and really had a great experience staying with people she trusted, having a... Um, she built confidence and security. I'll just read what I wrote. And during that month, they also checked out the rest of the information in Richard's safe. There were dossiers on Franny and Rutherford, 
and a third that is all about Bloodstone. I won't review all of that information. Presumably you have watched or will watch that episode. There was also a set of passports with his photo, but many different names for many different countries and two 16 mil real tape uh, from two different perspectives. <coughs> one from the experimenters and one from the experimentees perspective. So at Carly's, uh, Joe wakes, no nightmares. And she and Carly are talking when there's a knock at the door. Mr. Pushkin, a petite Russian woman who knows Carly's name, wants to come in and speak privately. Carly is suspicious, but she does end up letting her in. And as Sister B talks to her, Carly actually passes out, at which point Joe runs out and challenges the sister, wondering what was wrong with Carly. Eventually Carly wakes and they have a conversation realizing that the sister is Richard's sister. And Carly is actually only his half sister, which she had never shared with Joe. Let's cut to the Eddie and Buddy show. Eddie and Buddy are in the bar Franny called in our last season, looking for information about Richard. <clears throat> they have spent the month piecing together information about all of the strange things that have been going on in Los Alamos. And in the bar, they meet a very drunk woman who is also strikingly beautiful. She joins their table. They realize she was Casper the Magician's assistant until he disappeared. And when Eddie challenges her for canceling the show, she's so offended, she flips the table, screams, and storms out of the bar. Eddie talks to the bartender and gets a little bit of information about this woman who is Lana, who was shacked up with Casper, who is pissed that he's gone. He's been in the bar the last two weeks or so since Casper split. Bartender Lonnie has never seen her sober. And that's where we stopped. All right. Everybody turn their microphones on for for real this time. Too soon, Michael. Too soon. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and with that, I guess we should go back and y'all want to pick up with uh, Carly and Joe and Sister B. Does that sound like a good place to resume our activities? Sure. All right. And if I remember right, uh, Joe, you were kind of jaw agape as Carly was on the couch and Sister B was uh, having some revelatory moments. Is that correct? Yeah, essentially, Sister B shared that she was searching for Richard because he hadn't written or called in uh, an abnormal amount of time. And so... Joe is essentially realizing that she doesn't know that he's dead and that they're going to have to tell her. Hmm. And that's where we stopped. All right. So sister B, you want to, you want to pick it up or you want, who wants to pick it up? 
Um, let's see. Um, Get yeah. your voice revved up. Mm. Sister B, I'm ready to go. Uh, and I said, oh, Joe, you look very upset. Why are you so sad looking? And you, do you need a glass of water or something? I know this is all very shocking to meet someone new. And Kali here, she seems a little better at getting, you know, getting her glass of water and lying on the couch here. And <laughs> I was going to- Sister B, you should sit down. Oh, it seems like perhaps you have uh, maybe something to say about Richard. I am looking for information on him. Uh, I have been searching for a long time and have found out many things, but not enough. Joe, are you okay talking about this? Do you need me to talk about this? Um, I can do it. But I'd feel better if you'd sit down. We we do have information and we, we will tell you, but it's not going to be easy. So Sister B will go to the kitchen and get a kitchen chair, a nice straight back chair, because that's how Sister B moves and she'll sit in a nice straight back chair and uh, we'll settle in and, and we're putting it up and he says, oh, I will be okay. I can I can hear most anything. I I I. I I see in your face that you are, are very, very concerned about perhaps something about Richard, and I will greatly uh, appreciate anything you could tell me. Uh, so, uh, go ahead. I, I'm listening. I'm all tiny ears. Richard Just make sure you're unmuted. Is dead. What? He died. Richard is dead. Oh. She'll start rubbing her chin and look up into the sky and she's thinking, oh goodness. And uh, she says something in her native tongue for a second and then we'll come back. And uh, now tell me the tell me the details. I need to hear those. We don't know exactly what killed him, but it wasn't normal. Oh. Wasn't normal. And when you say not normal, it was not uh, some natural cause? Was it uh, something violent? Uh, were there other people involved? Because, uh, hmm, there are, are many people interested in his welfare. I don't, Carly, can you tell her? I can't, I just can't describe it. Well, Sister B, I, I don't know firsthand. You have to know this first, that I was, I was told by the people who came with Joe, but it, it seems that maybe he succumbed to some sort of virus. Oh, so he caught something terrible, perhaps, or it was given to him. Hold on. Sister B needs to get a kiss from beautiful woman. <laughs> Sister B feels better now. <laughs> that does uh, Sister B rolls. <laughs> um, 
So he caught some sort of virus. Ah, I don't think he caught the virus. Perhaps it was given to him. Uh, but this virus, uh, how did he uh, succumb to it? Was it a, a feverish thing or something that wore him down over time? Um, I, I'm very curious about the, about the... Apparently he exploded. What? Exploded? Oh, like he, he bled from many places? The, the blood pressure? Too much? No, no, Sister B. He exploded. Exploded? That, that does not happen naturally. This is curious. And this is also... Yes. 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 This is what has happened. That was not Richard. I'm convinced of it now. I had heard several, several things about his comings and goings, and I even worked out things where I was getting information on him that he was in two different places at one time. That is impossible. People I have known were seeing him, who I trust, in one place, and another person saw him in another place. I think this person who exploded or died in this gruesome manner. It is not Richard. It was not. It was Richard. It will be easier if you accept it. No. A friend who I who was very close to him introduced me and I would trust this friend and he would know if Richard wasn't himself. Was this the uh, Mr. Mr. Rutherford? No, no. Oh, someone else. Hmm. So, I appreciate this, but uh, there's a lot of information I have that he is still around, and I'm going to search for him. I will find him. I'm not so sure this person, this other person that seemed to be Richard, was actually Richard. These People who are doing these terrible things have great capabilities to fool many, many people. They are involved with high government officials. And they work for very many big scientists and have many ways to fool everyone. I have a deep suspicion that something deeper and more nefarious is going on in Richard is too valuable to do away with. He is too smart and has too many things in his head. People so Carly like, gets really curious and leaning in as you say this, and and she says, but we haven't seen him for weeks. What makes you think there were two Richards? Oh, like I told you, there was an information that I had gotten in some letters I have gotten, and they were from places where he was not even near here. And then I hear that he has been here for weeks and then it's four weeks now that he has been gone. Oh, this is very strange. And then I didn't hear anything from him. But I'm So you've sure. heard from Richard in the past four weeks? No, I have not. That's what I am here for. I believe he is being kept by some terrible people. My thinking is he was taken by some terrible people and these very bad people released someone who's not him. He was taken. 
And he yes. was released. Oh, I don't think he got away. I think he is being kept by these people in some terrible manner for the use of his great intelligence and brains. He knows things that are beyond belief. He is very intelligent. Ever since he was little, he knew way too much. Now these things have gotten him in trouble. And these people, we must find out who they are. I know a little bit about them. That's why I am here. I got enough information asking <laughs> friends through convents to these United States in information that something is definitely going wrong. And my dear Richard, hmm, I believe he is still captured and held. This makes no sense. Cully would have known. Mm. He would have known. Who is this Cully? <clears throat> um, he's my friend. And he was very close to Richard. And Richard's death was so difficult for him. And how could he have experienced that and not even know that it wasn't Richard that was with him and then died? Uh, I, I, I can't believe that. Sometimes when things are so outlandish and preposterous, the brain does not work right. This happened to me back in, back in my country when I was young. Terrible things happened. I could not believe they were happening. When I think back, they seem like a dream and they don't come together in right pieces. Perhaps your friend Kali, because of these terrible things, was in a state of very, very great agitation and, and unknowing. And maybe these things, that's what these people prey on. This person that they let back out, what isn't really Richard? And this person you call Kali, he was so rattled, even he did not who, know who he was. Sometimes when people die, you just have to accept that they are gone. Oh, I believe that very much. And it is wonderful when people die and have lived a wonderful life and, and they will go to live in a greater place. But this, I don't believe. There is too much going on here. And I will continue my search for Richard. Perhaps you seem like a very, very good person you will be interested in finding out more to see if this is true or not. I will greatly appreciate it. Perhaps you will help me. And Carly gets up off the couch and heads to the back of the house. And I said, oh, Jana, you seem, does she seem upset? Or? Mm. Or purposeful. Okay. Yeah, she seems to, I mean, you know, she did just faint and she was a, a, a little quirky kind of coming out of that. But uh, she does walk with a purpose towards the back of the house. And I, I look to Joan, I say, oh, Adia Jana. I think she knows something more than she has told us. I said, let's wait for her to come Carly? back. You Go. mean Carly? Oh, no, that is Jana. Her name is Jane. Jana is her real name in, in back in home country, and Jane here, but she changed it to Kali. Her name is not Kali. I don't think Carly would keep things from me. Oh, she did not even share her real name. Her name is Jane. I think she uses this Kali name to protect herself, which is a good thing, because there's many, many terrible people who are looking for Richard, and perhaps they will get to Richard 
to the, our, our good Jane. And I think that is good. It will help Richard if Jane stays more hidden. Keeper, should I make some sort of a role for <clears throat> how this is affecting me mentally? Because you made such a deal out of how this last month was very good for Joe. And now she's finding out that Carly yeah, let's, lied let's, to her about multiple things. Let's test out your new sand. Go for it. <laughs> uh, okay. New sand. I don't know why I asked for this. Um, <clears throat> that's yep. a fail. Yeah, that's a miss. I could tell mm -hmm. on that one. Uh, Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to uh, offer this. Uh, Sister Fellow Pushkin has been in many, many terrible situations with people and she's a sister she offers comfort and help and she has quite often been in these terrible situations so right away maybe she sees because she has a very good psychology maybe i could roll for it but she wants to grab joe by the shoulders look her directly in the eye and try to bring her back from this center i'm just saying like maybe she can do it with right um, you roll you roll psychology to see if you lessen the blow here okay what it's worth, it was close. Ah. <laughs> All right. Are we horseshoes? <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, it's pretty good psychology roll. And that would be. Oh, the suspense. Yeah, seriously. Edge of our seat. A 97. What? Oh, <laughs> Thanks for the help, Sister B. Oh, Sister B, you have doomed me. <laughs> ah! <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so maybe she doesn't see her as Sister B. I don't know, but she grabs her by shoulder and she looks her in the eye and says, Oh, dear one, you will be okay. Everything is okay. And as this, as this stranger grabs you by the shoulders and you're kind of running through everything that's happened in the last month with Carly and all this bond that you've formed and this disconnect between the reality that seems to be Carly and the Jane portion and this nun grabbing you, um, uh, you can lose six points of sanity thanks oh, to you. God. You, oh, you were only going to lose three, but now you can lose <sighs> six. Um, and uh, this, your distrust though, you're leaning into what Carly has told you for this last month. You're very trustful for, of her and you become very distrustful of sister B and all that she kind of represents. So not only do you kind of run into, you start sobbing hysterically, you're really frustrated and scared of Sister B. Uh, this is going to leave a tinge of um, fear or uh, trepidation whenever you run into any sort of Christian artifacts. Oh, wow. wow. Fascinating. Oh, no. No more, no more church for Joe. Well, no. no more Catholic churches. Or Russian or actually Russian Orthodox. So you're good. Well, don't yeah. just don't go travel too far. Yeah. Well, I broadened it with the whole Christian thing. So it's all covered. You're, well, you're welcome. 
Mr. B is very good at helping people. Not so much. Um, Sister B, I think there should be a little bit of consequence here as you realize your um, your failure to help Joe and actually the harm that you've just done, Joe. That and does bother her. She's not she's not happy about that. Yeah. So where would that reflect? What what in your um oh boy i'm thinking your self-confidence we need a self-confidence role that's kind of like how isn't it yeah i think that's a good point so you can take off uh, a a point of pow is uh it kind of eats away your inability to help joe here yeah wow you can eliminate from stats other than sanity and hp you can do anything you want, apparently. No, that's a, I was going to say, that happens in D&D. You lose dexterity, constitutions, things like that. So, huh. perfectly valid. Interesting. Getting Sister B, down. I don't know why you're holding on to this idea, but it's just making everything worse. Oh, and then Sister B realizes it's 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 too much for Joe, and so she uh, she sits down back in her seat, and she's a little upset, and she's oh, I'm I'm very, I'm very 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 sorry about all of these things. I know you have gone through a great trauma, and you have accepted that he has gone, and and for me to tell these things to you is too much. So we will we will. Talk I about saw this. his body. Oh, some. And, and she I don't doesn't remember if I saw his body. I... Yeah. Actually, I <laughs> feel like you didn't. And she goes, uh, okay. sometimes we I, see I things that, that are not, not true. That happens in <clears throat> life much. But let, she says, let's uh, let's go back and find our friend Jane and see what she is looking for. And so uh, Sister B just completely goes from any more uh, talk about uh, Richard and wants to just to concentrate on, on Jane coming back who may be talking more about Richard, but that's okay. Uh, so are you walking back to the bedroom? Um, Sister B will see if you're going to be okay on your own. Like you're a little bit rattled Just right now. Just leave me <laughs> alone. <But> perfect. <laughs> so Sister B goes, oh, you are a very, very upset young woman. And she says, yes, I will leave you in quiet. Sometimes that is the most important thing. And Sister B walks back to where Carly was going. Can you give me a spot yeah. hidden, Sister B? Hot dog. A hot dog. <laughs> and at the same time, I'll just walk into the kitchen and get a glass of water. I'm not okay. going with her. All right. Perhaps one of these days, Sister B will get one of her rolls. And it's not that one. Good Lord. Just... She has pretty good rolls in that stuff and hasn't hit one yet. Okay. Uh, so as you walk to the back of the house, you see the door to the room that, that Carly's in ajar, and you go to poke your head in. And uh, as you do, she's pulling down the back of Stephanie's shirt, uh, and she turns kind of sharply towards you as she does. Um, and she just looks at you. Uh, and it's this mix in her face of frustration and fear and questioning. Hmm. Uh, 
So considering that uh, Sister B has good psychology, she would read that. And she says, and she realizes just all this information has been too much for the people here. And she says, oh, dear Jana, she says, and you're- Don't little... call me that. Oh, and she says, if, uh, fine, I will call you, I will call you uh, whatever you need to be called. But uh, it seems you're very upset as well by all this news. What do you want? What do I want? I want to hear what you know about uh, Richard. That's You've heard. I'm... You've heard. Mm, I've been helping that poor girl get together for the last month, and you come in here and you wreck it. What else do you want? That's what happened to Richard. Mm, I see. Uh, you have fallen for the for the, uh, the the things the government is doing, the dupe that they have done. And she says, I am sorry that has happened. She says, I cannot fix that, apparently. And she, no, you can't. And in fact, your presence here only makes it more dangerous. And she goes, oh, I don't want to put you in too much danger, Miss Jane. And so she, she goes, I'm going to leave you. And apparently you will not be sharing information and any help that you have. If you do have some, I would greatly appreciate it. You are family, and if you need some help, I will help you. But if it is better help for me to leave, then I will do so. Okay. She just kind of icily glares at you mm -hmm. um, as, as you stand there. And then uh, she goes, so when I find Richard, I will come back and I will tell you where he is. And if I find him sooner, we will send you letters. And she turns on her heel and she uh, steps, out of, steps out of the room and walks out. Okay. And as you do, you walk out into like the main part of the house and it's empty. Joe's not there. Okay. And so a sister B would take that opportunity then to look around and see, uh, look for curiosities or oddities or anything Sure. Sure. I guess give me another spot hidden. Yep. That's what she was hoping for something of that nature. And that one she nails big time. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's a hard success. Okay. So uh, as you're kind of poking around the house and looking, I mean, the first thing that, of course, comes to your attention is that there's no images of Richard up anywhere. And in fact, there's no images of Carly up anywhere now um, that the the walls are quite bare in terms of any kind of identification. And uh, you did when you were in the room talking to Carly, you recognized uh, the dossiers that were laying on the table, not recognize them as knowing them, but you did see them and mm -hmm. uh, they were. They were maybe peeking out under something on the desk. Mm -hmm. And what else would you be looking for? As you guide me here. She's um, she's looking for any, uh, any indicators that uh, she, Car Jane or Carly, because Sister B has some suspicions about her. Okay. Um, she's a half-sister. And she wasn't always in, uh, she was staying out of contact and stuff. And she seemed rather distant, She, ex you know, from family. And she's wondering if 
these terrible people who are doing, you know, making this situation have gotten her in their clutches. So she's looking around for indicators of that, where she may be part of the dupe. Okay, so I tell you what then, I'll, I'll, I don't know what the term is, but I'll roll that, uh, your spot hidden into a little bit more information, which is the child that she's with appears to be uh, between six and eight years old. Mm -hmm. And um, if you go back to the correspondence in your mind, so you're kind of rolling back in your mind this correspondence with Richard during that time frame, um, you know that it became quite erratic uh, in the months uh, in about that time frame. You, you wouldn't be able to identify an exact, but you're, you're thinking back that the correspondence became quite erratic and uh, he kept mentioning things that he had to do that he couldn't talk about. And then after, after it was probably, you know, roughly six months to a year, mm -hmm. he, he wrote back saying uh, very vaguely that when, as things started to become more regular in his communication again, um, that things had worked out, maybe not for the best, but they had worked out. Oh. Okay. And this all I, and this all corresponds to the age of the young person. Right. And so you would you would you would put that kind of erratic messaging together with uh Carly's pregnancy and mm -hmm. the birth of this child. Gotcha. And and there's no pictures of that time and of other and there's no pictures of the young child. Or anything around of that nature. There's no photographs up anywhere in the house no. that you've been. Because yeah, she's very, very careful. Oh, I see. And, uh, very well. Okay. So sister, sister B with um, hmm. sister B uh, wants to poke her head back into the room, uh, just quickly. Okay. To apologize uh, for for causing troubles, but she wants to do it quickly so the little girl will turn around. Okay. She wants to see the little girl really careful to see what family resemblance she has, um, or if she has any, and if she even looks like uh, if she looks like Jane or Carly. Okay, she's uh, looking for something odd in that area about the child. Okay. Uh, so you you poke your head back in the room and uh, Carly turns and gives you kind of another glare mm -hmm. I, I, with no really kind of verbal response, just mm -hmm. the verbal or just the, the visual glare. And uh, <clears throat> and then at that, she was hoping the, the little girl would turn around and okay. she wants, wants to take a really good look at the child and the child's face to look at uh, expressions and resemblances, hair color, everything of that nature. Okay. And so the, as, as Carly looks back at you, the child does too. Mm -hmm. And um, they're spitting images of one another. I mean, that's mm. like, this child is definitely in your mind, Carly's um, okay. the, the eye structure, the bone structure of the nose, even the shape of the mouth, the kind of fullness of the lips, everything about her looks like Carly. 
you would have no reason to think she's not Carly's child. Hmm. Okay. So she's definitely family. Okay. And so uh, Sister B says, I just wanted one more look at, at uh, you and the young one, part of the greater family. I hope you feel that you realize there is a greater family of all of us out there and you are not lost and on your own. And she uh, says, I will bid my farewell to you and just letting you know that you are held well in other hearts and not just mine. Richard, he cares for you a lot. He will find you again. And she turns and then walks out. Okay. And then uh, she goes back to where Joe is and, or if Joe is around, but she said, you know, Joe wasn't there. And then sister B will uh, go to her suitcase and step out. Um, doesn't want to be an imposition in the house anymore. We'll step out onto the porch with her suitcase. And she, you know, she'll call out to a Joe and she says, you know, Joe, I hope you'll feel better and reconsider looking for Richard. He is out there. I know it in my heart and the great one above knows it too. And she steps out into the porch and closes the door behind her. Joe, you do anything with that piece of information? I'm actually not there anymore. Oh, okay. Oh, did you see my message? Yeah, no, I, I saw that you left the house, but I, okay. I didn't know if you were still in. Okay, so you went walking. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Um, should we cut this scene then? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. We'll have to wait for Sam to show up and cause more trouble. <laughs> All right. Uh, then we'll take a break on that note. Okay. Sounds good. Everybody uh, take sure. five, ten minutes and we'll see you on the other side. We are back from break. Michael, back to you. All right. So when we last left off, Buddy was trailing uh, Lana down the street, correct? Buddy and Eddie show. <laughs> I don't think we have to encourage that in any way whatsoever. Encourage all you want. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I thought we were going to Sam. I was not prepared. Okay. Yeah. Buddy's, uh, buddy's tailing her down the street. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And, uh, Let's see. And Eddie was finishing up with the bartender. Mm -hmm. So, and, and as soon as I was done with the bartender, I was going to head outside and start looking for, for my buddy, buddy. Okay. Well, you're <laughs> still talking with the bartender while I'm working with Buddy here for a sec. Oh, so that doesn't sound so, good. Yeah. So, um, Buddy, you're you follow Lana down the street, and I'm assuming, right? I kind of drunkenly describe her as using this quarter deck of cards to play. You know, oh, I guess right. your card, mm -hmm. right? Yep. And so uh, she she takes she's headed down back towards uh, the locked theater and okay. um, you see her kind of disappear down the side of the building. OK. I'll wait a beat because I don't want to be, you know, but he's very conscious of not wanting to follow a drunken woman into an alley. OK, Um so maybe even cross the street to the other side, okay. uh, like opposite the alley and walk by and just sort of glance in on the way by, uh, because I want to know if she's gone into the building and uh, honestly, if she's okay, um, because he doesn't, oh yeah, but, but he knows that, that who she is, right? Yeah. Cause we talked yeah. about the whole show thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You were there when she flipped right. the table. Yes. So, so make a, make a luck roll then. Uh, yeah, that's a success. Um, I'm pretty sure. Let me just check my sheet. Uh, 
Uh, yep, that's a success. Okay, so she goes, uh, she passes the front of the building, mm-hmm. turns, goes down the side of it. Mm-hmm. You cross the street and you're standing and you like peer down and you see her go back around behind the building. Okay. Um, I think that's good enough for Buddy. Um, he's going to head back to the bar. Okay. And so you'll run into Eddie, Eddie as uh, you head back towards the bar then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for what it's worth, when I'm done with... Uh with the conversation i'm just gonna go wait outside i don't want to that's what i'm saying you'll run into each other Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, sir sir eddie sir she went behind the the theater i'm pretty sure she went inside but i i didn't think it was appropriate to follow a woman down a a dark alleyway at night yeah you're you're a good guy you got a lot of honor i like it so uh did she did you see her go inside did you see what door she went into no she went around the back (laughs) went around the back is there anything around the back besides the entrance I, I I don't I don't know. Mm. I said I didn't want to follow her back down an alley. Eddie, give me a spot hidden, by the way. Okay. Sorry to interrupt y'all in the middle of that. There was one part I forgot about. It, uh no. Okay. And I Good. may have gotten a hundred. Oh god. <laughs> what? Oh. Oh so, dear. I really Really didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, that one might cost you. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like just... you know, like there's places that, like, if you roll a hundred, the keeper really has to figure something out. And then there's places that, if you roll a hundred, it's like, oh shit, this is one of those places that's like <laughs> you should just be saying, oh shit. Uh oh. What are you gonna do to poor Eddie? Oh, don't worry, Eddie. Remember, Eddie, remember Eddie Ten Fingers? <laughs> Eddie Ten Fingers. <laughs> no! I don't want a new nickname. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, my God. He's going to lose more like fingers as he loses sanity. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny. Don't worry. You just go on about your about your day, Eddie. Nothing bad's going to happen. Oh. Nothing All worse right. than a hanging Remember 100. when I said you were a bad liar? <laughs> yeah, this is the worst. Uh... So this is what I'm thinking we should do. I think you're right. We don't want to go knocking on her door. She's so drunk. We shouldn't be talking to her anyway. Mm-hmm. But what do you think would happen if we went there at like eight o'clock in the morning and started banging on the door? She's probably not going to be drunk. Maybe she'll talk to us then. I think she might have a little headache at that point. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll make sure to be. I'll use my quiet voice. <laughs> okay, sir. Maybe I think I'll that's a good idea. You do all the talking because my quiet voice isn't very quiet. So where where do we wait? Well, I was thinking I'd go home and go to bed. Maybe you do the same, and then we just meet up in the morning. Oh, right. Yeah, that that that's a better idea. <laughs> what were you gonna do? You're gonna sit outside her place for the whole night? Well, no, that would have been creepy. Buddy. So I thought maybe you had a better idea. Buddy, buddy, I, I love your enthusiasm, but this is this is time for Eddie Ten Fingers to go to bed. Oh, okay. I feel like okay. I feel like the fates made me roll a hundred, and now I got to get the fuck away from the keeper or something. Ooh. That's what my my voice is saying in my head. Okay, okay, you are a little older, so okay, I know you need <laughs> your sleep. Yeah, I need my sleep. All right, so probably just head out and you know plan to meet you at seven o'clock where you described. Okay. Good night, sir. Do you? Do you think the keeper's less likely to kill you at eight in the morning than at like eight at night? <laughs> I'm, just curious, I'm just curious. I'm just. About I am that. ignoring the hundred entirely. I think 
this is when you show that you're actually a decent human being and you just let it go. So you've never I just, I took, you. I just I just took six points of sanity off Joe. And, and I love you because you're such a good human being. Uh, <laughs> so I'll head back, go to sleep. Wake up. But he's heading back Meet to base. him at seven in the morning. I'm trying to give you a chance to be a dick. So <laughs> I keep I keep waiting. He doesn't so need I'll chances. Ch- I'll, I'll I'll choose when I <laughs> you'll, you'll choose when to insert yourself. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. So unless anything happens, it's the next morning at seven a.m. And I'm assuming Buddy shows up. Yeah. In the L. <laughs> no, right in front. <laughs> Buddy's right in front. All right. Perfect. And every time I see you, I'm like, buddy, and I give you like that same kind of salute that I gave him. Good morning, sir, Uh, Eddie, sir. Uh, uh, Saluting. You're not supposed to salute, sir. Yeah, that's not a salute. That's every time I see you, I got a little itch in my forehead and I got to get it off. Oh, so you're ready to go. You have a rash. When she saw me, she flipped the table. This time you're taking lead. You're the man. You're going to what? You're going to use those investigative skills we've been practicing you're taking oh. lead. You're gonna you're gonna knock this one out of the fucking park. Oh, she kind of scares me. Yeah, well, if I talk to her, I have a feeling I'm someone's gonna get punched in the face, and it's probably me. She's probably not gonna punch you in the face because you seem like such a decent guy. So let's go, and I'm gonna start just sort of whooshing you along. Oh, you know, I'm not. I, you know, I didn't. I didn't know punching in the face was on the table. I don't like this idea. <laughs> As you're walking along and you're saying this, I'm sort of going, "Let's go! Come on, we're going. This is going to be the best thing you ever done." By the time I'm done, you're going to leave the army and join me at the FBI. Oh, jeez. So we'll get to get is, to the door in the back of the alley. Is face punching a thing in the FBI? I don't. I, I don't know <laughs> if I want to do that. And well, Michael, what do we see when we get to the back of the alley? Uh, so <laughs> the back of the alley. You take a look for a second. And there's really not much. I mean, it's the the backs of some buildings. Um, but then you notice that the way the um, there's uh, stacks of kind of wooden crates and that if you climbed up them, that you'd be able to get in a window in the back of the theater. But do we see the window or the window, the door that she was likely? Like, is it obvious what door she may have gone to or? Is there any way to know? Like, does one of them look more residential? Does you know what I mean? Is there? I think I think she may have climbed up there. There's no door on the back of the theater. I'm sorry, I missed that fact. I missed that fact. It's okay. So, buddy's uh, got it. What what do we do, buddy? Do we knock on the window? I guess we go look inside. But I hope she's decent. As soon as you say that, I'm gonna sort of like is where I'm assuming we're sort of at the window. I'm gonna grab you by the legs. We're, we're, the, so there's crates that that go up to the window. So I'm we actually have to climb up on the crates. Oh, so you didn't even need me to pick you up. You just gotta walk up the crates. I'm like, all right, all right, climbing up. Okay. Um, and then at the top of the crates, right? Uh, there's a window. It's closed, but uh, even just kind of looking in, yeah, you can tell. But he's kind of doing one of these things, like. Like peeking in, like he's really worried that he's gonna see this woman, like in any state of undress. 
Okay. So he's trying to take really small peaks so that if he sees any little bit of it, he can look away real quick. Okay. It's it's dark inside. You don't see any kind of light. Okay. Um, is the window a push open or a lift up? Lift up. Okay. Is it cracked open at all? No. Um, all right, I'm going to try and get my fingers under it to see if I can lift it up. Okay. And yeah, you're you're able to kind of catch on to it, and that's what I was saying. You can tell that it's unlocked. The okay. latch is open. Slowly lift it up. Okay. And then I'll peek under in case the glass was um, you know, causing reflection and making it harder to, to see him. Sure. And the first thing that hits you is just kind of a musty smell. You know, just that smell of the building being closed up mm-hmm. for quite a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing overpowering, but definitely some stale air. Okay. Uh, sir, Eddie, sir, should we should we just go to the front door and knock? Uh, well, let me ask you a question. If you were someone who tipped over a table, because they were always drunk at the bar, and then you snuck in the back window in an alley... Are you going to answer the door if somebody knocks? Uh, if somebody knocks, I, I would absolutely answer the door. You. <laughs> Let's pretend for a second that you're not you, you're me. Oh, boy, I don't I don't think I could be you. I can't say <laughs> those, that many swear words. Well, let me give you a, let me give you a hint. I'm not answering no fucking door if I'm if I'm sneaking around. See what I mean? That's so many swear words. <laughs> So uh, Michael, is the front the front the, am I remembering the front door is boarded, right? It's boarded and locked up. Oh, okay, like, there's mind. a padlock on the front door. Okay, gotcha. So what I'm thinking well, but is should that we, we both know how we deal with this. We gotta go in the window. But shouldn't we like because I don't want to surprise her and scare her or, and I sure don't want to see her like in a nightgown or anything. <laughs> you might see her ankles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a good point. We definitely don't want to see her in her skivvies. That's a good point. But maybe what we do is we get inside. Because here's the thing. If we just start yelling in the window, hey, drunk lady, come here. We got to talk to you. She's not going to come talk to us. She's going to stay away from us, right? So I'm thinking the only way to get her to talk to us is to actually get in front of her face. But what if that 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 would probably make her mad, right? Well, I we have might... a feeling she's going to be mad no matter what. Right, There's but, no but, way to avoid anger. But what Sometimes, if, but what if, if we're out here? Investigator, you got to deal with a little bit of anger. People don't like to be investigated. But if we're out here and we can kind of talk to her, not maybe not surprise her so much, maybe not scare her so much, she might be a little less mad. Mm, you know what? I'm going to give it to you. It's your idea. I'm letting you be my co-investigator. Stick your face in the window, yell out to her, and let's see what she does. Oh, oh okay. And make okay. sure you tell her, if you're in a nightgown, put something on, because I don't want to lose my virginity. <laughs> is, is that how it works? <laughs> oh, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Poor buddy. <laughs> Because that's not what the guys at the base say. What they say is horrible. Yeah, that's a topic for another time. Okay. 
Uh, so Buddy's going to lift up the <laughs> the window so that he can get his head inside. Uh, what's her name again? Lana. 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 Hello, Miss Lana. Miss Lana, ma'am. Are are you in there? Could you maybe put on a robe and and come talk to us, please? And it, it's I, Buddy I, from last night, and and Mister Eddie, sir. As you as you poke your head in, you realize that the you're poking your head into quite the small room, and um, from what you can tell, the light, kind of the ambient light coming through the window, uh, that it's a fairly disheveled dressing room. Uh, there's some piles Uh-oh. of clothes on the floor and um, open things of makeup and things like that. Um, but the door to it's closed. I mean, the whole room in itself. Perfect. Yeah, not very big, but probably like, I don't know, six feet by six feet or so. It's okay. just a little square. Oh, Miss Seretti, this is perfect. I think I got this. But he opens up the window like all the way, climbs in, walks across the room, and knocks on the door. So not for nothing, but in the time that he's gone in and started walking across, I'm getting up on the boxes so that I can get my head in the window at least and see what he's seeing. Okay. And if he and if there's time from when he starts knocking, I'm going to finish the climb into the room. So depending on timing. All right. So as you're knocking, you hear a thud on the floor as Eddie kind of flops through the window and uh, onto the floor um, through the window. Uh, no response to your knocking. Um, okay. Um, so uh, he'll knock again and say, "Hello, Miss Lana. Can can you can you please come to the door uh, of the room here, ma'am?" Nothing. Uh, I'm gonna say, uh, already, I, I don't think she's home. Buddy, I, I love what you're trying to do here. You're a decent guy. You're trying to be a decent guy. Let me just put together a different plan. I'll do it. I'm not going to ask you because I don't want you to see something you don't want to see. And then let me try my plan and we'll see if it works. Okay. What, and I'm going to sort of gently be like moving you to the side. <laughs> and then I'm going to open the door. And as soon as I open the door, I'm going to step to the side in case something comes shooting in. Uh. Just guns, just, just darkness. Bullets. Okay, darkness. Mm, All right, so like I got, I'll take out my flashlight, and I'm gonna have my hand sort of resting near the gun, but I'm not gonna have drawn it yet. So okay. I'm just your, your light is shining on a wall. So it's there's a hallway basically outside the door, and you're shining onto a wall. Um, you know. That's it's a narrow hallway. It's probably three feet on the other side of the door. All right. So I'm going to say, all right, buddy. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to pick a direction. We'll go together. I'm going to be facing the direction we're going. You're going to be facing the direction we're not going. You're going to be looking behind us. So that way, no one can sneak up behind us and I'll take us forward and we'll walk together. Okay. So okay. That way, got it. We're protecting each other. Which way are we going? Okay, and and this is the other thing, and I need you to be okay with this. I don't want you to draw your gun necessarily, but I want you to have your gun ready to be drawn. So if something happens and all of a sudden you need your gun out, this is the situation we're in. You okay with that? 
Okay, sir. Uh, so he's got one of those um, those old school MP holsters that like has the big flap over the top of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he undoes that flap. Okay. So we're both sort of ready to draw. And so then just whatever, left, right, Michael, okay. I mean, it will sort of to the left, start so, heading uh, down. So, so which way shine, are you going, Eddie? Well, we're, go- we're going together. We're just sort of your- Which way are you going, party. Eddie? Yeah, to the left. Okay. So, so you're basically in the middle of the building at this point. If you shine to the left and you shine to the right, the hallway goes- in both directions and it looks like a stair top at the end so if you're kind of imagining this you've walked into a room a dressing room and then there's a hall that goes to either side that goes to stairs that would go down because you're up about let's say call it the second story of the building it's a theater so it's um and then on either side of the dressing room you're on it would appear that there's other doors for dressing rooms okay so just start, I think just start doing like a left-hand search. So every time we come to a door. Okay, so you go out and go left. Yeah. Buddy goes okay. out and goes right. As soon as I say, buddy, buddy, come here. Come he here, buddy. <laughs> we got to work on our directions here. Let's just start with time. We're going together. I want. Okay, got to it. Touch, he turns around and he's ass. walking behind you. Touch your ass to my ass. Excuse Just me, sir. <laughs> we'll keep our nothing naughty. Nothing. There's no nothing bad here. So you are going to be like this with me, and we're going to walk. And whatever's coming up from behind us, you'll see it. But you'll be walking with me. So think you're almost shuffling. Do you know how to shuffle? Are we playing cards? Basically, it's a like cards, Wait, but with your feet. Am I going to lose so my gonna virginity sort of, here too? That's enough. Just do what I do. So I'm going to sort of loop my arm a little bit around her, his, sort of make sure his head's facing backwards and start walking forward, going to a door. <laughs> Insert exactly. So, right. so as you as you move down the hall, uh, do you open the next dressing room? Yep, do dressing room by dressing room. And again, I'm doing the thing where I sort of pop the door, move back a little bit, and then got the holster and the gun sort of ready to go and i got my my light in there so i'm doing like a good sort of you know well seasoned you can tell i've been doing this for a while okay so this is another uh, there's another window overlooking the um kind of the back of the building that you came up from and again another dressing room and filled with it would seem like more uh your guess would be that these are more uh, of Casper's belongings. Um, okay. whereas and the I'm last opening the door was... for what it's worth enough so that if someone were trying to like hide behind the door, the door is going right to the all the way open state. You know what I mean? Yep. So, yep. Um, and then shining the light down around underneath things. So if someone's trying to hide, I'm trying to suss out everywhere that they could be hiding. Okay. And these, I mean, these, remember, these aren't very big dressing rooms, okay. right? Like little five by five box. So, yeah. Okay. All uh, right. So just every door that we come to, I don't know if you want to be. That's like, it. Tedious, the, the, those are, I mean, the, this is the last door as you move down the left-hand side of the hall. The next thing in front of you would be the stairwell down. Okay. So then I. But is there say, another right. door the other way? Yes. Sh- should we check right. the other door? That's a good plan. And now we're going to do the opposite. Are you going to touch You're my butt now? Forward. I'm going to touch my ass to your ass, and then you're going to lead. You're going to go in, and you're going to do the same thing. 
get your hand ready on your gun in case you got to draw it, get the door open, move back in case something comes out, get the door open all the way so that no one can hide behind it, and then get the light around. And who knows, if she's crazy enough and she's still dark, she might throw things at your head. Is she going to punch me in the face? I don't like that. She might punch you in the face, so you got to be ready to duck. Oh, no. All right, right, let's go. Flashlight, going forward. And I'll pop open the door. Same same way that, that Eddie did. Okay. Slightly and, clumsier. Yeah, when you <laughs> open this one, the room's fairly empty. It's another dressing room, but it, the, there's not really much of anything in there. Just like it looks like a, a article of clothing, maybe against the corner. Uh, pretty empty room otherwise. I didn't get punched in the face. That's a good thing. You're doing a good job here. You're basically ready to join the FBI. You're so good at this stuff. I don't know if I so want to do that now without we the face go down the punching and virginity losing. You tell me what you're more comfortable with, because I want to do the right thing for you here. Do you want to go down the stairs and start searching with your flashlight and I'll protect you? Or do you want me to go down the stairs first and you got to go down looking backwards, which is a little bit clumsy for you? Uh, I'll go first. There you're, all right, I got gotcha. you. So I'll, again, really, you know, playing the support role, looking around, scanning, sort of looking forward, backwards. Like I'm, I'm sort of doing a full sort of scan, trusting that Buddy is doing the sort of forward thing yep i'm doing my security thing going forward yep um go down the stairs yep yeah so so you're headed down the stairs and essentially the the stairs are a closed staircase um they start going down and then they cut back towards the back of the theater again does that Mm -hmm. make sense yep and so as they cut back down towards the back of the theater you arrive in what feels like um there's there's heavy curtains um to your right and you can shine your light and you can see your kind of your backstage essentially like back backstage Mm -hmm. um so as i get down there um i'll sort of peek out and say hello miss lana are you here miss lana lady please don't punch me and there's no no response. There's just kind of as you move right that heavy drapery mm-hmm. flaps just ever so slightly. Uh, your lights kind of cutting through the dust as it comes up. Um, there's no lights, and uh, you can make a listen roll. Okay, both of us. Uh, just we'll, we'll just do buddy for the moment. Uh, listen is that's a hard success. Okay, and there's there's most certainly no noise whatsoever. There's no breathing. There's no creaking. Uh, there's a there's a very intense lack of sound all around you. The one time so gonna... I make a, a perception based <laughs> roll, <laughs> there is nothing to observe. Okay, just excellent. <laughs> but if you'd missed it, you'd have heard nothing but been unsure about it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to say, buddy, hold on one second. I want to do something. And I'm going to sort of look in front of us because we're still, I don't know, we're still probably on the stairs or where, and so where we haven't walked yet, I want to shine the light and I want to look to see if there are any foot tracks or anything disturbing the dust. Cause you said the dust was pretty thick. No, just like, uh, you know, like as you bump the curtain, there's like there's dust in kind of the the light beam. Of so the there's flashlight. no there's no dust on the no, floor. No, there's no the, the, there's no heavy layer of dust. But are you on the stage now? Yeah, yeah, I would say we're, yeah. we're probably like in the doorway, like just onto the stage. 
Yeah. So, I mean, as you shine your light, you don't actually have to look for dust because there's all these odd shapes drawn in a, in a white substance on the floor. Um, and oh. the, there's, oh. there's some circles. There's uh, some that look like a, a rather intricate star. Um, there's obviously been uh, your best guess right offhand would be that some sort of ritual has taken place here or was attempted to. So uh, just so, so that I'm clear, um, the white substance was used to draw the shapes, not that it was laid down and then, um, you know, a pattern drawn in it. Correct. Okay. Correct. Gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. so what oh, what's that? Uh, so, do is there any chance I recognize it from? Obviously, I've been doing research. I've been sort of getting ready for the case. Is there anything that I would recognize from this? Uh, make an occult roll. An occult roll. Um, and uh, safe to say, Buddy hasn't seen anything like this. Yeah, no. Cool. Uh, I got a fifteen, and my occult is five. I would have to spend 10 luck points. That's a lot of luck. That's a lot of luck. That's too rich. Kind of a luck. big deal, though. Okay. All right. So uh, I I would say that, you know, the most you're able to kind of ascertain it is that, that what I said earlier, right, is that somebody's been attempting some sort of ritual here. Yeah. And... Um, Right. It doesn't register what it would be, but I'm it's certainly. Out... Hang on, okay. the the hairs on the back of your neck they raise a little, right? Uh, which takes something for you, but yeah, you, feeling a little off. A little off, definitely. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna take a couple pictures. I got my trusty little camera here. We'll have to get them developed in town. So do me a favor and just keep that gun ready because this is some weird shit. Actually, Buddy's gonna take out a notebook and draw it. And, I don't know if a note. I don't know if a notebook is a gun. I, I, sir, I, I don't. I don't think that the that the the sugar there is gonna is gonna attack us. I just want to make sure I remember these these shapes. This seems important. It does seem important, but maybe the camera with the photographs might also help. Take yeah, but that but that can take a couple days to get back. There's no Kodak Instamatic booths here. In 1942, no, not no. I don't think so. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Buddy's just gonna draw the you know draw the shapes in his notebook. Okay, all right, and I'll snap a couple pictures. There's in the midst of this too. Um, I should point out that also what you're seeing it's not just these shapes, but also it looks like a lot of props from uh, from the magician show, like kind of stacked in strange ways. Hmm. Um, since neither of you've seen the show, um, I don't think it would you know like there's um there's kind of the sawing of the person in half thing it's it's shoved off to the side uh there's some doorways that are just freestanding uh that are kind of leaned uh the doors are leaned to an open um as you're kind of flicking your light around you um uh either either one of you have a reason or an interest in magic um not not like illusion magic but like you know sleight of hand card tricks everybody said he thought card tricks were great so okay uh but you know that, that's not like you know he's not 
going to be performing or anything like that. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, you know, you're shining your light around and you're seeing these kind of, they, they, they seem like objects that would make sense in, in a magic show uh, as, the, as the props. Did I say that I went to a magic show in Albany? I feel like I might have said that because Buddy was really excited to try to go to the magic show. And I feel like there was yeah, something about, about right. Give maybe me an you tried to go to one. Give me an uh, like either. Why don't you give me uh, an, uh, an intelligence roll? All right, that looks like a success. Uh, cool. Yeah, it's a success. A success. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, the one thing, buddy, that you uh, kind of notice as you're flicking your flashlight about is that there aren't any mirrors, and it just seems odd to you. Hmm. Okay. Um, interesting you keep you keep uh, shining I'll, I'll write some notes um around the drawings of you know whatever you know that the box here and door over here and um no mirrors okay all right and i'm going to unless there's something major you want to do at this moment i am going to leave y'all in mm -hmm. suspense for a moment including Check. eddie's 100 don't you worry eddie i've got that one written down buddy good I like I, like I would want to make sure you don't forget about it. No, I won't. I won't. And I bet that Emily and her recap next week will remind me of it, too. Uh, I want to cut back to where Joe is. That is totally fine. But I was just thinking that Sam hasn't done anything tonight. Would We're going to cut back cut to where Joe is. Okay. Okay, that's fine. So... After this, the conversation with Sister B, Joe is just thinking a lot about death and loss. And she truly thinks that Sister B is just protecting herself by not admitting that Richard is dead because she, Joe, would have loved to be able to do that, but she could not. There was no hiding from what happened. Um, but with all of this on her mind for the first time, she decides to walk across town and walk down her old street. Okay. And she stops across from her old house. I'm going to, I'm going to catch you before you get okay. there. And okay. as you're walking down the street outside of Carly's house, you're going to see a familiar truck rumbling down the road. Oh, okay. Yep. And uh, and you'll you'll actually hear the truck first because uh, he's got the radio on. And so you got. Uh, oh, God. You got a. Just a, a little tune. <clears throat> Too loud. Maybe you'll think of me when you're old. Alone. Maybe the one. I could have. Oh, hey, Joe. Hey there. Hey, Joe. How you doing? How are you? <laughs> Joe, Joe, can you make wow. a sand roll for having to hear that? <laughs> I, I think I think Art needs to make a sand roll for having heard that. <laughs> I could have kept going. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, that's surprising. Wow. Oh, <laughs> oh, 
Oh, I thought you were doing I, a burn. I didn't mean okay. you actually had to roll on that. I was just joking. <laughs> I wasted a one. You I don't know. I felt pretty um, affected. Okay. Sorry. I'll let. All right. So Sam we rolls up. We could have been standing in front of my old house. <laughs> uh, so Sam, Sam will pull yes. up and he'll, he'll say, Joe, is that you? Oh, hi, Sam. What are you doing here? I was just making my 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 usual visit here, checking in, seeing how things are going over here in Abbey Q. Well, it's been a pretty weird day. I don't like the sound of that. What's going on there? Do, do you want to get out of your truck and stay a while? <laughs> I can. Well, I was heading to that. We're heading to the homestead there. Do you want me to give you a lift back home, or oh. where you going? Where are you going? I can give you a lift wherever you're going. We can chit chat. I was just gonna take a little time alone. I just, as I said, it was a weird day. Somebody came to visit, and she, I don't know how to describe her. Well, she was a Russian nun. <laughs> A, a Russian nun. <laughs> Sam, you sound funny. It's been a while since Sam's been Sam. Russian <laughs> So good. Wasn't, wasn't there okay. a character in one of those Rankin and Bass Christmas specials with puppets that had that voice? <laughs> well, 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 uh, well, we, 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 she stare. Uh, she stare. <laughs> Is she still home? Oh, no. Okay. I left because I needed to just get away. She was still in the house when I left and. She was going to talk to Carly again, and Carly I, was really unhappy too. It, mm. I don't know how to explain everything, but essentially, she says she's Richard's sister. Who? The Russian nun? The Russian nun. She yeah, says she's Richard's yeah. sister. She says Carly's only his half sister, and Carly agreed. Oh, wow. And that Carly has a different name. Are they spies, Sam? Uh, how would I tell? Well, have you seen them jotting down any information? Maybe maybe leaving at odd hours, dropping off packages? Oh, you Something. mean Carly? Either of no, them. I don't know. she's not a spy? I mean, I mean the, the, you know, the, these uh, Ruskies uh, helped us certainly uh, there uh, right now. But, uh, I, 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 you know, I don't know how much you can trust them. Carly's been so wonderful. I trust Carly. Has she lied to you yet, Sam, uh, Joe? I'm Sam. You're Joe. Joe? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you'd call it a lie. I mean, she didn't tell me that her name wasn't Carly, but I don't even know if I believe this Russian woman. I mean, and she did agree that she was... Richard's half-sister, but a half-sister's still a sister. I don't think she's lied to me. But it sounds like it's a half-truth at the very least. From at a half-sister. Half. Yeah. 
Well, I'll I, I pass it to you here. Do you want to head on to where you're going? Where I'm happy to drive you and uh, accompany you, give you some uh, some time to reflect, and we can chitter chat about this, or I can head on over and uh, start to uh, see what's going on there with this uh, Russian nun. It's not very far. I, I'm just going to walk around town a little bit, but is that okay? I, you, you, you're you okay could. walking around town. You know, I used to live here. Yeah, but you seemed a, a little hesitant. Of, uh, is, 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 you, you've kind of come to an accord with those here in town. Has, has your has your nerve settled? I mean, I haven't really had the nerve to talk to the people in town yet. I haven't really gone out much. But mm. I talked about it a lot with Carly, and she says that nobody blames me hmm. and, but I don't know but I'm not going to go see people I just um, I don't know I just wanted to walk by my old house oh have you been there since everything no no would you like to go with company Do you think you could make that Russian lady leave? Oh, I sure as hell can. Because she <laughs> thinks that Richard is still alive. Uh, and I think she's just deceiving herself, but it's... I've seen some pretty unusual things these past few weeks, but I, I, based on everything I saw passing by that, uh, that scene and uh, what I've read... There's no more Richard, that's for sure. But I'm happy to go there and scope out this Russian nun and see what's what. I just want to make sure Carly's okay. You sure? She fainted. I've she, never seen her that... Has she been ill? she having a fever? Is there anything going on with her no. I need to be worried about? Okay. No. All right. She, she, everyone's acting otherwise above board. Is that right? Carly's been great. Okay. I don't know what I would have done without her. Perfect. Well, then I'll, I'll head on over and uh, you, you scope out, take the time you need, and uh, I'll see you what's what with this uh, Rusky. It's good you came because I didn't know what to do sure. about no her. Happy to do so. There, Joe, you have yourself a wonderful little walk. You know, come on back when you're feeling up to it. And at that point, I'll, I'll pop it into gear and pop the radio back on. Um, right, so Joe's um, headed across town. And um, I, I think what we'll do then is... Joe will be arriving, well, shortly will be arriving across the street from her house. We'll have uh, Buddy and Eddie in the theater. And uh, we'll close with Sam, uh, the country music coming out the windows and him singing as his brake lights come on and he pulls up alongside Sister B. All right, that is going to do it for us tonight. 
you can find us online at underthelibrary.com, on Twitter, under the LIB, Instagram, under the library. Until next time, for me, for Michael, for Rick, for Wayne, for Emily, for Scott, and for the absent Chris, thanks so much for joining us, and we will see you next time. Look, I will, I will take any fucking victory I can get in this world. If not falling off a chair makes me happy, I'm okay with that. A Russian nun? A Russian Who? The Russian nun? The Russian nun! Russian nun. Oh, Sister B, you have doomed me. Uh, should we uh, go out to uh, Halifax? Gnome farming. Gnome farming. Buddy and Eddie show. Oh, 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 lazy. You drive me crazy. May you be. You think of me when you're old alone. I think that's pretty good. I think that's a good one.